Alright guys, I'm Jason Raynard and this is the first episode of In the Middle of Shit. We call it that because I like to consider myself a centrist or somebody in the middle politically and I am just surrounded by a bunch of dog shit. Dog shit people, dog shit politics, dog shit parties, dog shit reality. So, here we are. Tonight, the big news is the debate. The final debate between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Wow. This is going to be exciting. For those of you that like to go into the YMCA and watch creepy old men sitting their towels naked in the sauna, this one's a good one for you. So, uh, if you're a woman and you don't know if you want to have your hair smelled behind, from behind by a stranger, or if you'd prefer to just be grabbed by the pussy, you might want to watch the debate tonight and see which one of these men is, is for you. Uh, to me, I think that this is basically just going to be another, you know, one of those situations like the bar where there's those really two drunk, creepy old guys that, uh, hit on the waitress the whole time and get super drunk. And, uh, one of them says that they're leaving their wife. And then by the end of it, they both forget to pay the tab and walk off. But they were both so drunk that they actually forgot that they put their credit card down to begin with. And then they're so embarrassed the next day, they just never come back to pick up their tab. This is what that's going to be. Been a bartender for many, many years. If Joe Biden and Donald Trump weren't running for president and they were at the bar I was working at, one thing is for sure. I would have to walk my female staff to their cars at the end of the night. So get ready for that, guys. Big news this week was that Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, had his laptop exposed. Some of the things in there involve tours that Hunter Biden was giving Chinese people of the White House and a picture of uh, Hunter Biden falling asleep with a crack pipe on his lips. A uh, couple, couple thoughts here. I don't know who these Chinese people are. They could be tourists that want to get pictures. They could be Chinese government members, which in that case they would probably just be able to go to the White House they could be spies. They could be businessmen. Uh, I'm going to assume they're just random business and businessmen that wanted to take pictures. We'll see in the future. Uh, we're in this weird situation where people think of bad things whenever they hear the word China or Chinese. Uh, I don't. I still think of when you say China or Chinese, I think of delicious food, massages that are cheap, and uh, market owners with short tempers. <laughs> so uh, none of these things are really negatives and uh, so that's going to be what one side's going to yeah. be talking about they're going to be talking about Joe Biden's laptop and all this crack smoking and then on the other side I guess they're going to probably ask Trump about this picture of Rudy Giuliani grabbing his pecker in a hotel room Giuliani was the uh, was at the helm of a Sasha Baron Cohen joke this uh, in his new Borat film Giuliani is uh, seen in a picture that's getting circulated all over the news, laying back on a hotel bed with his hands down his pants. Uh, apparently, Cohen uh, jumps into the room and tells him that the girl that Giuliani is with is 15 years old. A lot of people are making jokes without knowing the full context about things, and it looks bad for Giuliani. But at the end of the day, what really happened is that Giuliani is trying to fuck a 24-year-old blonde woman in a hotel room. Assumed. Now... All these things are illegal, or they are legal, right? 
24-year-old blonde actress gets Giuliani into a bedroom in a hotel and starts making sexually suggestive comments. Giuliani's like, oh, shit, well, I'm, I'm here for the president. I'm going to do this, blah, 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 whatever. I don't have my, my Giuliani impression down. But anyway, Giuliani didn't really do anything wrong. He's trying to get laid. Uh, whether or not the context is there, the girl is not 15. She's 24. So, uh, sorry. I mean, you guys can shit on Giuliani all day. Uh, yeah, he's he's kind of a dick. He's uh, not doing himself any favors the older he gets. But this guy still broke up the mob, and he was America's mayor during 9-11. And uh, I'm not going to let Sasha Baron Cohen have some hot 24-year-old just bring all that down. Uh, it's, it's just not enough, guys. And at the end of the day, that's what the debate's going to be tonight. We're going to be talking about Joe Biden's son smoking crack and Rudy Giuliani jerking his dick. Um, this is this is the shit that our country has put ourselves in, right? And you guys go out there and you tell people to vote. And you have Facebook telling people to tw vote. You have Twitter constantly popping up. Fucking Tinder. Snapchat. Your parents. Your fucking gardener. Everybody is in your face telling you to vote because they know that 60% of the country doesn't vote. Uh, we're not the silent majority either. We don't give a fuck about what you guys do. We have to do things like work and eat and drink and fuck, right? All of those things are better than going to vote on a Tuesday. So, uh, yeah, don't guilt trip people and tell them to vote because... Uh, this is the thing, is people go out and they vote for president, and then they look at the rest of the ballot and they go, holy shit, there's three more pages of things i got to vote for here? So what you're doing is you're telling a bunch of ignorant people to go out and vote for a bunch of shit that they have no idea what they're voting for, uh, and then the 40% of the country that goes out there and does that, you guys still get mad and argue with each other all fucking day about what happens in our American political system but you guys are the ones that are that are fucking uninformed and go out there and vote for a bunch of shit. And you have no idea what they are, right? You know, I can go out there and vote for the president, but then I got to see who, uh, you know, Dale Phillips is. And he's, you know, running in the third fucking district against uh, Martin fucking Mokulski. And I don't know who either one of these guys are. I just know one's a Democrat, one's a Republican. Uh, my local newspaper hasn't said anything about it. TV hasn't said anything about it. I haven't seen these guys. They haven't knocked on my door. But here we are, making a vote, picking one. It's fucking stupid. So figure out a way to educate yourself if you're going to vote. If you're not going to inform yourself, don't fucking vote. I'm not going to tell you to go vote. Because it really doesn't matter. Your vote really doesn't matter, honestly. Not to me. Whether it's Trump or Biden, we're fucked. I don't know uh, what kind of fantasy Democrats live in where they think that Biden's just going to get elected and things are magically going to get better. Guys, we've opened Pandora's box, all right? We are fucked. COVID is just destroying our economy. It doesn't matter who's president. You guys have destroyed so many small businesses, restaurants, bars. Uh, so many things are fucked. Wed marriages breaking up. People are fucking depressed. They're suicidal. They're drunk. Welcome to my life, America. Have fun. Have fun, guys. So anyway, another thing that's going on today is the stimulus check. The stimulus that never happened, right? Congress, Senate came together in March and they said, oh, wow, we fucked up. And they gave everybody a stimulus check for $1,200 that paid taxes. And they uh, expanded federal unemployment to the people whose jobs they took away. And they did all kinds of things for small businesses 
uh, some small businesses. There are plenty of small businesses that got looked over uh, in their business loans and payroll plans and blah, 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 blah. Uh, so they had thought in March when they passed this bill, hey, man, all you're going to have to do is just calm down for a month. Stay inside for a month. Don't leave the house. Wear a mask. We're going to close all these businesses so you can't see each other. And then, you know, in a month, everything will be fine. You'll get your jobs back. Here's some unemployment. Here's a check for 1200 bucks to pay your rent. Uh, and here we are fucking seven months later. <laughs> it's been seven fucking months. And uh, you still have uh, like 20 million people that are unemployed that were forced into unemployment by COVID. You have uh, businesses closing by the fucking day. Uh, you're handing the country over to McDonald's and fucking Amazon and Walmart. You're just handing all of your money over to them while you are just fist-fucking people into oblivion, and instead of doing anything to fix it and lift government restrictions, what these people are deciding to do is to debate over a second stimulus for seven fucking months. So, this to me is what matters more than the presidential election, is these fucking dog-and-pony fucking douchebags that we call our Senate and Congress. Um... Nancy Pelosi is saying, hey, let's do uh, $3 trillion more in debt. Let's tag that onto the country. And the Republicans are saying, no, let's do a uh, half a trillion. Uh, if, uh, if you guys aren't mathematicians, you can still figure out that that's a lot of fucking money. And that is, that is nowhere near them coming to a deal. And uh, they are both stalling and they're refusing to talk to each other. The president and Pelosi have not talked to each other in a year. Um... There are no negotiations going on. It is both sides thinking that they gain political points by fucking everybody else over. So this is another reason why uh, don't talk to me about voting. Because this is this is the options that you guys give us, right? You have Mitch McConnell, who looks like the incredible meltman. Uh, and then you have Nancy Pelosi, who probably is getting her turkey neck fucked by 20-something-year-old pool boys at this point. And the two of them are sitting there... And they're not going to budge at all. And neither one of them really give a fuck about you. Uh, but one side is pretending like they do. And the other is just saying, ah, we don't care about you. And that's one thing about the Republicans, right? At least uh, they tell you they're going to fuck you. Democrats, they like, they kind of like, they try to sneakily fuck you in your sleep. And they make you think that it's going to be okay, right? It's like, uh, it's like a, a, a getting a reach around during prison rape. It doesn't really fucking matter doesn't make it any more uh <laughs> it doesn't make it any more soft so anyway stimulus isn't going to happen they're not going to get it done the elections in two weeks they don't want to get it done the republicans think that for some reason that by not passing a stimulus they get to save themselves and look like they're fiscally conservative the democrats on the other hand think that by not having a stimulus go through there are people that are pissed off and they get to blame the Republicans specifically. So the Democrats don't want a deal done any more than Republicans do. The Republicans don't want a deal done because they want to save face and look like they're fiscally conservative. Uh, if you were around during the Bush years, you know that they're not. Okay, Republicans are fiscally conservative about things like health care and uh, welfare and things that benefit society. But when it comes to things like bomb and killing Pakistanis and going to war in the Middle East so you can blow up brown people, uh, that is a fucking blank check from the Republicans. They will sign that shit all day, and they will never put a budget on it. So 
The Democrats don't want to get a deal done because they know that they can pinpoint it on the Republicans and act like it's the Republicans' fault. Uh, they came up with such an astronomical number. You know, they're like, hey, uh, everybody needs to get a pony. You know, I'm pretty sure Nancy Pelosi put in the Democrats' House bill that uh, every person gets $10,000 a week of income and a free hand job from their mailman. Uh, the, the wish list that they put together is something that they know would never pass the fucking Senate. It's so fucking big. It's so far to the left. And all the Republicans want to do is pass $500 billion so that it's more money that they can steal through their businesses and subsidiaries and whatever the fuck else that they do. So uh, the stimulus isn't getting done, all right? It doesn't matter how many places like CNET and all these bullshit online publications put it on my news feed to make me think it's coming. Uh, it's not going to happen, guys. And uh, by the time the election's over, everybody's just going to kind of... They're going to really tell us to go fuck ourselves after that. So uh, get ready. Because regardless of what happens in the election, Trump's still going to be president until January. And uh, if you don't elect him, uh, this guy's ego is going to be so hurt that God only knows what he's going to do to the country during that lame duck period. Uh, hopefully he just goes and fucks off and golfs for a couple months. Um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. If Biden gets elected, he's going to die in a year anyway. Guy looks like the fucking crypt keeper. He is so fucking old. He, I mean, you are literally... Yeah, Jesus Christ. Joe Biden is a bowl of mashed potatoes. Trump did him so many favors in that first debate. Talking over him, cutting him off. I mean, if you would just let Joe Biden talk for 30 seconds, you would tell you could tell that this guy's mentally incapable of adding. Uh, doesn't mean he's going to be a, a better or worse president than Trump, because Trump is just a pompous asshat. Uh, Trump's ego is so fucking out of control. It's not even his ego. It's like anytime somebody does something that hurts his feelings. He makes the wrong decision. And the Democrats knew that. They knew that this guy had an ego. Uh, they know that he has all kinds of fucking fucked up mental problems from his childhood. So instead of trying to like, hey, you're doing well, and caress him and try to get him to, you know, maybe go towards policies that they wanted, they just embarrassed this guy consistently for four years so that he would collapse on himself and uh, make bad policy choices and say even worse things. And, you know, you're just, uh, you're treating him like the Grinch. And you're turning him into a worse and worse person the more you fuck with him. Uh, and the Democrats are willing to do that and willing to make the country in a worse position by damaging Trump's ego because they want power. So they would rather fuck the entire country over by pissing this guy off uh, to make him look bad so they can get elected. And instead of giving us a viable candidate, they fucking put a bowl of mashed potatoes in front of us and then convinced Pete Buttigieg, Butt Gage, whatever the fuck his name is, and Amy Klobuchar, they convinced these guys to drop out of the uh, the race one day before Super Tuesday, all right? So you had guys that were polling like 10%, 11%, 15%, around there, right? Whatever the gap was between Biden and Bernie, because Bernie was polling way ahead of Biden, if you would have taken uh, Pete and Amy Klobuchar out of the picture, being moderate Democrats, the DNC knew those votes were more than likely going to go to Joe Biden. And that would cover the gap between him and Bernie and then some. So you spend all this money, you hire campaign staff, you get all these people together and you act like you're going to run for fucking president, right? You are on the debate stage with another 15 fucking morons. You start pulling well, you're in third place, fourth place, 
and you take all that time and all that money, and the first big day of the primary election is Super Tuesday, when there's like a dozen different states that vote, and usually on Super Tuesdays in the past, you have people like a Buttigieg or a Klobuchar who jump up in the polls. And you like it's happened in the past many times. You have somebody that was leading in the polls going into Super Tuesday, and then all of a sudden one of those guys wins four fucking states, and you got a three-man race. Most of the time you have a three-man race coming out of Super Tuesday. And uh, what happened was instead of doing that and letting the chips fall as they may, you had the other two guys drop out, knowing their votes would go to Biden. So the day before Super Tuesday, you have two major candidates that pull the rug out from their voters so that people that don't like change and don't like something far to the left like Bernie Sanders, what they do is they vote for what's safe. They vote for Joe Biden. They feel like they have no other option. And that is how the Democrats shoehorn Joe Biden into this position to begin with. Um, I would have taken Klobuchar over Biden. I would have taken Buttigieg over Biden. I I would have taken fucking anybody over Biden, honestly, except for who? Kamala Harris. She's the only person I didn't like more than Biden. If you would ask her, she cannot not lie about anything. She is a she is in a world of politicians. She is the worst liar I have ever seen. You know, if you talk to her for five seconds, she'll tell you she gave Tupac a blowjob three months ago. And she would say it so confidently like she believed it happened. With that blank fucking look on her face, staring off in the distance. She, she yeah, I mean, she looks like the confused woman at the Tupperware party. That doesn't know if she has to pay up front or when she gets the stuff shipped in the mail. But anyway, we'll move on from that. Because uh, we'll let you guys decide what happens in this shit show tonight. Personally, I'm upset I don't have any weed, so I could at least find it funny. But I am going to watch for a little bit. Uh, I always think it's funny to see these guys kind of change their technique and their strategies. Like, that's going to matter. Uh, yeah, it's hilarious. So anyway, we'll see what happens. Uh, everything else that's happening tonight, more COVID. More fun stuff in COVID. I've had uh, multiple bars that I've worked at over the years have closed. Uh, some of these places just signed 10-year leases. There's a place called Angry Wades, rest in peace. They've been there for 15 years. They're closing permanently. I had another place that I worked at in Manhattan as a bartender. It's called The Trading Post. It was amazing food, great staff, good people, closed permanently. All of the bars in my neighborhood in Bushwick closed permanently. You have Governor Cuomo who is just letting the economy get completely gutted in New York City. Uh, the way that politicians are in New York City, too, it's like uh, you don't really know what the end game is with them. And it's never for the good. Cuomo is not doing this for your good, right? There's no indoor dining in all these places in Manhattan. He knows that he's destroying the economy. He knows that all the mom and shop, mom and pop shops are closing. Uh, I, don't, I don't understand what the long play is here. He knows by the day that that city is getting fucking destroyed. They haven't passed any sort of relief on a state level. He has done nothing but look for federal aid. He hasn't tried to do anything to provide solutions for people that own businesses in New York City. He hasn't tried to do anything to benefit people that are bartenders and servers that rely on those tips. They rely on people coming in. Um, I mean, Cuomo's a crook. I'm sick of... You know, I, I, if you're going to sit there and you're going to criticize Trump, that's fine. If you're going to criticize Biden, that's fine. I think they're both shitbags. But what I can't stand is all these people that are acting like Governor Chris or fucking Andrew Cuomo like he is a good person. That guy is such a fucking criminal. 
and his fucking hothead vein through his forehead brother Chris on CNN. Looks like my dick when I grab it too hard at the base. Always look like he's about to stroke out. The fucking Cuomos, man. These guys have been in political power for 60 fucking years, just like the Bushes and the Clintons, and you guys just eat that shit up. The American public loves monarchies so fucking much. I don't know how we ever got away from them. Something about these fucking political families. Andrew Cuomo, his dad ran for governor, right? His son is on CNN. You guys like these people. There's nothing to like about that. Hey, thanks for the job at CNN, dad. Hey, thank you for letting me be governor of the city of New York and the entire state of New York, dad. Thanks, dad. I don't know. I don't like generational wealth. That's why I don't like Donald Trump. That's why I don't like the Bushes. I don't understand what it is about this. So anyway, Andrew Cuomo, uh, who just went into New York and killed everybody's grandparents, still has New Yorkers doing outdoor dining. Fucking end of October. You know, what's really bad during flu season or any sort of sickness season when it gets cold and wet and shitty, uh, being outside in the rain and the cold, that'll fuck your sinuses up so bad. That is where you get the flu. That is where you get the cold. And these are the things that break, <laughs> they break down your body's natural ability to fight off viruses. So instead of letting people go, out, go inside with their masks on and keep socially distanced like they are in the rest of the country, Cuomo wants 11 million people to stay outside and get fucking sick, right? What was the first thing Cuomo did? The virus broke out. He started putting people in retirement homes so they could start getting old people sick. Hey, let's put the sick people in with all the people with lowered immune systems, right? Come on. You couldn't be this fucking stupid if you tried. That was a mistake. Here's another mistake that he did. CDC comes out. They say that this uh, that coronavirus can stay on surfaces for 72 hours. If you've ever been in a New York subway, the place is fucking filthy. Under de Blasio and Cuomo and all these other bullshit politicians in New York City, they let homeless people just jerk off and shit and piss everywhere on the train. You got homeless people sleeping on train carts in the middle of the night, shitting themselves, pissing themselves, jerking off, finger banging, whatever the fuck else they do. You got drunks throwing up all over the place. I mean, the New York City subway is just filled with fucking bodily fluids, blood, heroin needles, beer on the ground, broken glass. It is fucking disgusting. CDC says that coronavirus stays on surfaces for 72 hours, Okay. This is what Cuomo came out and said. Said, we are, or no, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, he came out and said, we're disinfecting, uh, we're disinfecting the trains every 72 hours. They, they, the CDC said, not 72, they said it stays on services for 48 hours. Okay? So they said that the virus is able to be on surfaces for 48 hours. Cuomo come out, comes out and says, well, to combat that, we're disinfecting the trains every three days. Now, that doesn't add up, does it? Because in three, by the time they've disinfected every three days, if it was on the same surface, for two days, it's already done its entire cycle. Uh, here's another thing that's upsetting. I uh, was taking the train every day to work. You should already be disinfecting that thing every fucking day. Every three days? That means it doesn't matter when I go on the train. I'm probably sitting in somebody's piss that's been dried or wiped down, but it hasn't been disinfected. There's still all the germs 
are fucking everywhere. You should already be doing that every three days. Jesus Christ. I mean, and, and like, how moronic is that? It's on surfaces for every two days. Oh, well, we're cleaning them every three. What time window does that... You know? I mean, he could have shut this down at the beginning. He saw the outbreak happening in Westchester, which is just north of the city. He didn't close down public transportation. He knows everybody from fucking Westchester travels into New York City every day for work. Whether it be on the bus, or the train, or in an Uber, or in a cab, or whatever. And if he knew that uh, if you just let this thing stand still for 14 days, he could have shut the city down for two weeks. He's the governor. He can do that. And he didn't. He didn't shut down the subway for like fucking two months, knowing that this thing was spreading, whether it be through air or surface or whatever else. So it doesn't matter if you think the coronavirus is a joke or if you think it's dangerous or not. If you look at Andrew Cuomo and you look at his record on this, he has been wrong every step of the way. He could not be more wrong if he tried. So that means that he is either an absolute fucking moron or he's, or he's a criminal and he's done this on purpose. I mean, there's no middle ground if you look at what he's done. He's a fucking idiot. And, it, and it's been, it's been, uh, it's destroyed that city. It's moved the city back 20 fucking years. Just wait until the virus is over. All that money, all those little shops, all the tourist spots that they were going to, completely fucked. And then what happens is eventually you're going to have all these open businesses and things like that. And the people that own the properties are going to start taking hits, right? So right now you guys are, uh, they're, you know, they're giving them all these cuts and they're letting all the people on Wall Street try to get around things. But eventually what happens down at the bottom trickles up to the top. It doesn't, it never goes the other fucking way. You guys never give money at the top, and it never comes down here. But when you start seeing us get fucked over in the streets, it'll start going up towards the top. So, not ranting too much. Andrew Cuomo is a piece of shit. And his brother, once again, who looks like a choked-out penis, also a piece of shit. But we'll uh, we'll move on from that, because I don't live in New York City anymore. I got pushed out. I live in fucking Ohio, a.k.a. Uh, what's, what's it called? Purgatory. I live in Purgatory now, in the fucking Midwest. Because uh, Cuomo destroyed that filthy, amazing city. So, the stimulus isn't going to happen. The debate's tonight. We know that the media doesn't like Trump. There's something that's that's awkward that's happened the past couple months where uh, if you look at Drudge Report, he's always been considered a conservative, somebody that supports Republicans. Uh, he's clearly not anymore. Uh, this guy hits Trump just as hard, if not harder, than anybody else. Knowing that most of the people that read Drudge Report are conservatives, uh, maybe not always to the far right, but uh, we're talking, I mean, it's every day. He usually has one title that is uh, the lead article of the day, but for the past like four or five months, Drudge, uh, Matt Drudge has put up a lot of different things that are always kind of like, you're not getting hit by one, you're getting hit by a bunch of stuff, right? So... You have uh, Texas, shock poll, Texas is tied today. Texas apparently a swing state, right? And stuff like that makes me wonder who is taking these polls. Texas and Arizona are now being called swing states. These have been the two most Republican states in the fucking country for like 50 years. And now overnight, they're saying that uh, apparently Donald Trump is so unpopular that Texas and Arizona are swing states. Um, I mean, it could be. 
I, I don't know. I mean, all these old people that are getting killed by COVID, there might not be any Republicans left. So tonight's uh, moderator is already being uh, ripped in half by Republicans. I don't know why. Probably because she's brown. Another title on Drudge Report today. Nine thousand or uh, 994 people died today. One day. 994. Of course, that's been the same news every day for fucking seven months. At this point... I don't care. I don't care. Just fucking let us go. We got things to do. 900 people die every day. 900 people... We're going to die, guys. It's going to happen. Whether it's a car crash or a fucking peanut. At some point in time, you have to get on with your fucking lives. Wear your mask. Keep your distance. Fucking use some alcohol in your hands. Stop wiping your, hand, or wiping your ass with your hand. Whatever the fuck it is you need to do. But you can't just... We're all just like crammed inside by the boogeyman right now, and people are dying anyway. Well, okay, so what, what do you want to what do you want us to do, right? Doesn't matter what we do, you're still telling us this thing is just like ravaging the country and killing everybody's grandparents. Uh, but you can't go outside. Uh, but the more that we don't go outside, the more that we see it's not doing anything. There's no curve anymore. There's no there's no time frame. There's no answers. So what? I mean, you let Pandora's you, you let pa Pandora's boxes open. This window of opportunity to fucking properly fight this disease without a vaccine, that window closed six months ago, right? And now you have a bunch of people that clearly don't understand fucking science or how germs or how any of this work. I mean, Jesus Christ. I'm not a big climate person, but now I can understand how frustrated people are with climate deniers. Because this stuff with germs and disease spreading and airborne illnesses or whatever the fuck else... And all the misinformation and all the disinformation and all the changed information and all of the no window of time and we know when it's going to change. Uh, this is way more frustrating. I mean, Jesus Christ. It's fucking 2020, man. You guys are telling me that you can thwart terrorism, but you can't, uh, you can't fix this? I don't know. I haven't got it yet. Just keep drinking tequila. That's what I think. Keep drinking tequila and wash your hands. And you should be good. So Texas is a swing state now. According to one article. By polls. Polling. I don't know where they get these polls from. I've never been polled. Has anybody called you? I've never had a phone call asking me who I was going to vote for. Not once. Ever. I vote too. It's not like I don't vote. Nobody's ever asked me. So who are you polling? I mean, the polls in 2016 had Hillary Clinton win in Pennsylvania by like 12%. She lost that state. They had her winning Michigan by like 10%, right? Lost that state. Had her winning Wisconsin. Lost. They had her winning all these states that she didn't win. And by significant gaps, right? And then now the same polls that were wrong in 2016 are going to tell me that Texas is a toss, right? Texas is tied. Arizona's tied. So polls that are never right are going to tell me that states that have voted Democrat or voted Republican for 50 years are now Democrat states overnight. I mean, I know. I mean, I don't know. How does that work, right? I guess Trump didn't detain enough Mexicans down there. <laughs> Well, we'll see. We'll see. The pollsters are always wrong. Nobody's ever called me. Of course, I don't do jury duty. Uh, it's a waste of time. Fuck them. 
Uh, I don't know who they pull. Old people, people with landlines, because they're not allowed to even get your cell phone information now. That got voted down. So uh, the only people that are being polled have landlines. Who has a landline anymore? Uh, Magdalene, the 90-year-old down the street. She can't even remember to wipe her ass after she takes a shit, but you're going to ask her who she's going to vote for, and you are going to put that down in your poll and say that's 100% the truth, right? Polls. Who takes them? I've been in, I've worked on campaigns. I don't even know where we get these lists from. The lists that I get of people when I'm working a campaign, voters to call, voters' houses to go to, that information is, is so wrong. I mean, I can't even, I can't even begin to describe how bad of a nightmare these lists are. I mean, you guys are trying to figure out specifically how many people are going to vote for a candidate and say that those polls are going to determine the outcome of an election, right? When I get these lists and I have my people calling them and I have my people going to people's doors to try to talk to voters, three out of ten times these names are the right addresses. You might find Mr. and Mrs. Wilson that live at this address, and then when you talk there, they've been dead for fucking 15 years. I mean, that's how bad this polling data is. I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe how many dead people are still on these lists. They've been dead forever. They've been fucking dead. And then you have to have that off-court conversation with their kids. Hey, can I speak to Jim? No. Uh, sorry, Jim died like three years ago. Oh. Shit. Who are you voting for, sir? Sorry, sorry for your loss. Who are you? Oh, you're not on my list. Are you, uh, are you registered? That's the conversation. Or you show up to the door and you go, hey, uh, Mr. Jones, I want to see who you're going to elect in the, uh, in the upcoming ele election. And then some little, uh, Latino lady. Oh, lo siento, no hable inglés. All right, okay. Sorry, Mr. Jones, uh, for bothering you. And then you call another person and they get pissed. Hey, see, you're a Democrat on this list. You want to donate money? I'm not a Democrat. I voted Republican every fucking season for fucking 20 years. I don't understand what it is with you Democrats and why you can't just leave me the fuck alone. Do not call my house. Do not do not come here anymore. I mean, seven out of ten times that you get a phone number on one of these lists, it's an angry person, a dead person, or the wrong person. So don't, don't look at the polls. Just fucking vote. I mean, according to Twitter, if you got on there, you know, Biden's going to win 100% of the vote. Right? According to Twitter, Bernie Sanders won the election in 2016. According to uh, any social media, Bernie Sanders was president in 2016. He was crushing every poll. Before that, Ron Paul. Ron Paul was crushing it online in these pollings and stuff. He pulled it like, what, fucking 8%? I mean, they, and they always says shock poll, this poll, that poll. But they never say like, they never really get into the, the details of the polling. Anyway, I don't know. I don't give a shit. So uh, we're going to wrap it up. We'll come back after this debate sometime this week once we get some more news. A couple more things to chew on. Uh, your stimulus check, it's never coming. It's never going to happen. I'll tell you what is going to happen, though. Your taxes. You're still going to have to do those, and they're going to be fucked. You won't get a stimulus, and you're probably not going to get a fucking tax return either. So uh, anyway, we'll see you soon. This is the, once again, this is uh, October 22nd. This is the officially the first episode of In the Middle of Shit with Jason Raynard. Have fun, guys.